Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Creator's Outlet. If you're listening to this on a podcast and you want to check out all the visuals that we put up on the screen here on the youtube channel, uh, just head over to Creator's Outlet on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Creator's Outlet. Or you can just go to the links right at the bottom of the description, wherever you saw this podcast and uh you can copy the link for the actual campaign so you can just go check it out for yourselves tonight we welcome our special guest back with us it's shadow Bunk. hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline what's up brother hey how's it going will it's it's going much better i'm over i'm over the coof and uh Gonna enjoy the rest of my summer with my AC set to sixty. Oh my gosh, you're lucky. My AC is set to eighty-two. Oh my god, why? I, I refuse to spend money on it. I don't like. I don't. I don't like the way that they have a monopoly on how much how much energy I get. I, I it drives me up the wall. You know, it, it's a battle you can't win. But I'm not gonna play. So this is my this is my way of not playing. Eighty-two, and then I'll turn it on after that. So that that sounds to me like you might be in California. No, no, I'm, I'm in Michigan. Oh, even worse. Well, it's kind of um, it's not bad, but sometimes it gets super humid here, mm. right? And then other than that, it's pretty good. Uh, like right today, I think it's probably like like seventy two, oh, right? That's super beautiful. super nice. But every once in a while, man, it really sucks. And the winters are really cold. Here, uh, just like in Massachusetts, you're in Massachusetts, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of co- probably the same weather. Um, yeah. It, when it hits in the winter, it's bad. You know, it it depends on the storm. If it's coming off from the coast, we get it first, then you get it. Or if it's coming down from Canada, you get hit wicked bad, and uh, then it comes to us. Yeah, I mean, 
but I think the last time I was on your show, you we had a massive snowstorm that day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but it was a big one. Um, and we had one here, and I think that you might have had one too. Um, so yeah, so it's been a long, it's been a while, like maybe like a few months since I was on the show. Oh yeah. Um, and it's really like I I I went from just starting my pre-launch page to launching. I'm gonna finish my campaign in five days. Nice. So it's which is pretty cool. It's quite. Um, it's been quite a ride, you know, it's the, 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 uh, launching a campaign, not just getting the work done and then um, coming up with ways to, to pull people into your campaign, right? Um, I did that with my sculpts, right? My 3D sculpts, that was one extra way that I could get people to take a look, mm-hmm. um, which I think was really worked, you know? I think people really uh, appreciated them and the number of people that want me to sculpt their characters is like it's like they are you know they're just dming me all the time right yeah i want one well i'm sure <laughs> everybody wants me to do one you know and, and, uh, I, actually logically it would be great if, if i if that's all i had to do i could do that for the rest of my life just make cool characters for people mm-hmm. right and i i would that would not that's not a hard life at all right that's a pretty good life um but I also want to do my book. Yeah. And I can't see every skull takes me a week to do. So if I keep on saying yes to people, then I get the backers don't get their book. Right. Which is not fair. Um, and I also want to work on the book because that's my ba- that's my baby. Right. So, um, yeah. So I'm in the process of doing the pages and cranking them out. And then, um, I've also been fulfilling at the same time. So uh, in my campaign, I have um, uh, T-shirts and I have the figures that I made, the, the Shadowpunk figures. And yep. um, so those things I've already fulfilled on. Every single one I've actually sent out. So I want to be on top of that, right? Because it's going to be a while before I finish a book, but I wanted people to get something in their hand that says, this is cool wear the shirt, you know, it's still in there, you know, people are thinking about it, you know, but that's kind of my theory, I guess. Yeah. If, if you have, if you had them, if you had like a merch box with like, you know, the figures and the t-shirt that you can send out, that's cool because while you're doing the book, various people around the world are going to be wearing the t-shirt out to, you know, whatever, you know, it's, it's either, yeah. you know, it's it's pretty nice around the world right now. Well, weather wise, it's pretty nice. Right, around the world. right. Well, uh, the, the people can be like, "What's that? That looks cool." You know, I, I I will say this because I'm a totally biased person. I really like my logo. I really enjoy it. It's got the girl like this, and it's a mm-hmm. shadow punk around her. I because you know, and I and I um I get a kick out of the the people enjoy it. You know. And then the other thing too is uh, probably in the fall I'm going to do a Kickstarter. So uh, the thing you just described is a bonus because maybe it'll get out there in comic shops or just people that like comics will see the logo and the figures too, you know. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of um, and I'm hoping that the um, Kickstarter I think Kickstarter has a larger audience than Indiegogo. Someone told me it was like four or five times the size. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm looking forward to that, you know, and I'm also more experienced now because I've already done the Indiegogo project, right? So I guess I, I have more confidence in handling the campaign. Um, I found the Indiegogo website to be, for me, to be kind of convoluted. Yeah. And because because of that, I ended up really simplifying my 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 campaign when I launched. Because people are like, why don't you do add-ons and stuff? And I'm like, you know, I, I would love to do that. I just, I think, I feel like I have a Jenga thing all set up. And if I pull one of those things out, it's going to move. Yeah. And I'm sure that's not true, but that's how it feels, you know. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I just, I, I'm, I'm getting used to it. When I talked to Nefarious about this, mm -hmm. he, had, he had it all figured out. The whole process, he's like, "This is no problem, right?" And I'm a I'm a visual artist. I don't think like that, right? People think different, you know. Um, but um, I've also been giving out um, for free giveaways on my on my Twitter page of like um, like this one tomorrow. I'm giving away the cell Android that I made. Oh yeah. He's about four inches tall, and he's us. Uh, all painted metallic. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm doing another one tomorrow. I think the one I'm going to do tomorrow, starting tomorrow, is going to be the um, Old Man Hawkeye from the Old Man Logan story. Oh, yeah, cool. I, I did a sculpting. Anyway, I kind of, you know, I like, I really, these are figures I've made a long time ago. So I'm like, why don't I just, you know, print them and, and see what people like? People like them, man. People really enjoy getting them, you know, and um, a lot of good feedback. So, so uh, let's go back. This is your first crowdfunder book, right? Correct. So you, you've been at this quite a while, and there was obviously a learning curve from what you normally do to uh, setting up a campaign page and trying to get through all the detour road signs on the Indiegogo site and totally it, you know it's I've I've heard you know what a mess it is and people usually reach out to other people that have done it like you know at least at least once or a few times uh you know tuning it up and everything to uh get some pointers on it. I but, did, I did that to to a pretty good degree. Um but the, you know I think a freak girl even walked me through it one night when I was trying to figure something out, which is totally so cool, right? And the, but um, but you know, at the end of the day, you got to do it on your own, no, no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're gonna, it's gonna be you doing it. So um, yeah, so I feel better now that I've done it once, you know, and I've got that kind of like, it's like like learning new software. I kind of got the software figured out because I on the first project I did, and then now I'm ready for the second project. You know, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, all, people are different, you know, uh, who was it I was talking to one day, it was, um, uh, dwarf, the, the Dwarf First Line guy, um, not, what, his name's not Rick, anyway, he, he was, he's a, like an IT guy, and he, he had no problem figuring out the Indiegogo thing, right? He's like, and he's making his own thing, 
you know, that's how, that's how advanced he is in that way. But everybody's different, you know. I'm, I'm a visual artist. I, I'm not a technical person, even though I use 3D software, okay? Well, I, that, you know, I know that sounds strange to people, but... Um, but yeah, so, uh, and then the day that I launched, I lost power in my house. Uh. So I woke up at 5.30 in the morning with a text saying your power's gone. And then by the middle of the day, they said it's not coming back till like 11.30 tonight. So I picked up my entire setup here and I went across town to a friend's house, set that all up, and then launched in his house. Oh, cool. And but it was quite, the, you can imagine it's not the funnest day, right? Because you're in like kamikaze mode at that point, thinking, man, I got to get this going. I, I hope this works. Will there be problems? You know, I mean, you know, just in case you don't know where problems are going to come from, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, it worked out in the end really good, but it was just crazy. Just a kooky day, man. And uh, you launched on, uh, on Bancroft? Yes. And how far did you did you uh, did you hit did you hit goal on the Bancroft stream or or fairly close to it? I was pretty close to it, and then um, the next morning when I woke up, I was already funded. Nice. Um, yeah, it was pretty nice, but you know, um, it was kind of an odd setup because so when I launched, I had two hundred and sixty six signups. I'm like, yeah, wow, that's a lot. You know, so then when I when, when the day came, 50 people were there. And so those other signups are out there, right? They're mm-hmm. there, and I'm trying to reach them. Um, the other problem was uh, that that um, Groken 2 launched a couple of days before me. Oh, yeah, and that was so bad, too. It was massive, and it sucked the oxygen out of my kit. Well, I'm not saying it did. But I'm not saying it didn't it didn't help, right? Because nobody knows who I am, but they know who he is because he's awesome, right? Um, and he's a he's a veteran, right? He's been around forever. Um, yeah, he's named after some cheese. Oh, is that, really? Well, no, I'm just making a joke about his last name. Oh, I forget what his <laughs> name is. Um, uh, Kenneth Roquefort. Roquefort, that's right. Yeah, Roquefort. And I remember seeing his name in the '90s or the 2000s in comic books. Oh I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a season pro, right? Oh yeah, he's 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 huge. His his artwork is just mind blowing. So cool, so cool, and it's cool to have people set the bar like that, right? I'm like, that's great. You got to have people like that so that I push myself as far as I can think I can push myself. Like I'm doing the book now, and I'm already thinking in those terms. Like I'll look at Ethan, and I'll look at somebody like Roquefort, and a lot of other people too. And I'm like, it's got to be that level for me. If I can't get there, I got to get as close as I can, right? And yeah, that's. It's, it's, I think everybody's dream is to launch and have their launch go like Eric July's launch went for Ripperverse, where sure. he, where he hit over a million dollars in 24 hours. Sure, right, right. Everything everything sold out. He's selling like merch and and high end versions of the book. And about to load up second prints options because all the first prints are sold out. Well, it, you know, yes, everybody, I would love that, right? Um, 
I don't know anything about Eric, but I, he must be doing something awesome. A, has he, has he done a, a campaign before? Uh, this is his first book, but he wow. has he has a huge social media presence. Um, he does like a daily podcast that launches like around uh, noon Eastern every day, where where he talks about stuff. I started following him a couple of years ago because I noticed like all the comic book stuff, and that this dude was like in a metal band and I listened to the music and I was like, Ooh, not my kind of metal. Uh, it was, you know, kind of like thrash stuff. And I'm like, uh, they play good, but you know, it was, you know, it wasn't my scene, but I, you know, I checked him out and I gave him a like on the videos. I didn't care. Um, but he's like, like-minded thinking with this. And, uh, I, I think he kind of like kicked, kick down a, a barrier to like the mainstream publishers where it was like look i'm making a book these are my pre-sale numbers you guys can't do this on a good day with all your titles right right you know it does it's a testament then to the idea that if you have a a strong youtube channel it can help you launch your book um, yeah I'm sure because you build, you build an audience by your personality too. You know, mm -hmm. Ethan's done this for a long time. Um, that's one of the things I couldn't do that I wanted to do because um, it was Mount Everest just to get here. And I couldn't do that and start a YouTube channel that does, you know, all the work that goes involved in that, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, and I'm doing 3D prints and I'm doing them, I'm, that's consuming half part of my, at one point it's consuming at least half my day, every day mm -hmm. for months. So, you know, but his story is a good one to hear because um, A, it's a cool formula that he has. And B, personally, I think that the better, the more people like that, the better we all do. Oh, yeah. Because it pulls people in that, not, that don't know about us, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool to see that he hit them. I mean, I saw the million thing. I'm like, dude, that's freaking awesome. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, uh, it's, it was, it was great to see. Um, I looked at the campaign and I'm like, oh, this is, this is way above anything that I can spend over the next couple of months. I can't afford this, this, this book. So did he, did, is he the writer and the artist? Did he do everything? Uh, no, he is, uh, he's the writer. He created the characters and, uh, he's got, a, he's got an artist and a colorist and, and stuff. Okay. Okay. And, uh, one of the videos that, that he has up there, um, they show a little bit of the book and then he comes on, he talks and then he show, he tells and shows who's, you know, the, the penciler comes over this shoulder and the colorist comes over this shoulder, cool. like just, just in flat images. And cool. so he tells you who's, who's working on the book and, you know, it's not like names that you would know, like, uh, you know, like a, like a Matt Wagner or, a, or a Neil Adams or anything like that, but it's names that you recognize from, the, from the industry from, you know, really that have, well, that have worked there for years. So the artwork that I saw, I saw a limited amount of the artwork and I thought it was really good. Oh, I yeah. thought it was a really a graphic 
which I think is a cool comic book style, the classic comic book style done really well. That's mm-hmm. what I saw, you know. Um, okay, that, I mean, that makes sense, too. You know, there is a thing that I found out because I'm doing everything on my book. I can't let it go, right? I can't let it hand it off to somebody. I just can't do it yet, right? Because I have to feel like I'm in control of what I'm producing. Um, and so that's takes up a lot of your time, you know? So, um, yeah, that's super cool, man. That's always, it's a good goal for us to have is to try to shoot like that, right? Um, to see what other people do and try to replicate it. So Yeah, it, it gives you a bar to raise to, you know? You know, there's, but, you know, nobody knows, nobody knows who I am, really, right? Nobody I know knows, who you are. Well, Neff knows who you are. That's You're getting awesome. around. I'm getting around, but, you know, my point is, um, if I was an internet celebrity, it would be a different ballgame. Yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, this is the John Malin approach where you said you got to have a YouTube channel to launch your book. He's not, he's totally right. You know, but, um, and you can see the numbers involved. Right. But, um, but you know, people are different too. I mean, every, some people are typical artists are not, uh, they're like at the desk quietly. You know, I'm going to stay in my corner because I love being here doing my stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's a different, sometimes that's a different person than the, than the um, personality person. Yeah. Right. You know, because and everybody's got gifts that they have. Like you have a really good speaking voice, right? Thank you. You sound like a DJ. But I, some, I was for 30 years. Right. Exactly. You know, but everybody's different, you know, and um, uh, you just, one thing I thought would, that would be really interesting, you know how you have somebody and some people have, they do your pencils they do your coloring or whatever. It would be cool, like, if I could find somebody who's really good at um, publicizing, you know, they would actually, you'd give them a certain amount of money and they would get you on all the social networks. They would get your name out there and they would sell it, you know, and then they would say, hey, you got to be on Will's show tomorrow, that kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Um, because just like actors or musicians, you know, there's a lot that they don't know. You need people who can manage you that can get you around, right? So um, I don't know if anybody does that, but um, yeah. So and then when I do my when I do my Kickstarter in the fall or something, I've been trying to figure out how people get around in those circles, right? And from what I understand as of today, they don't. You just go on a Kickstarter and go, and if people uh, cling on to your thing, and then they then they really like it, and word gets around on Kickstarter. I don't know how that works. Um, well, like any- like like both platforms uh, let you sign up for a newsletter, and right. they'll they'll send you like you know um, if you're on the newsletter and there's a project that say hits projects we love um, where it it gets funded. If you fund in the first day, you get a project we love uh, a lot of times from Kickstarter. Sometimes you don't, but when you do, then you're at the top of the list. So when people go to Kickstarter to look for comics, to see what's out for comics, your project's at the top of the page. 
That's kind of cool. Um, the the basic way I see it is that Indiegogo is a Twitter crowd, and Kickstarter is a Facebook crowd. Okay. That's that's good to know because I mean maybe I will. Do, I don't really want to get on another social media platform, but if I have to, I will. I'll go on Facebook and do a Shadowpunk. I don't, you know, I don't really want to be involved involved in the Matrix, right? But yeah, to right. some degree, I kind of have to. Like mm-hmm. I resent the fact that I have a social security number. Okay, so the go you know then going on like something like on Facebook is like, okay, you got to get into the uh, thing, but. But it's more important if that's what it takes so people see my work. That's important to me. I mean, that's worth doing to me, for me, you know. Um, Maybe I'll do that soon so I can start to slowly build up, you know. And uh, once you do that, let me know. I will uh, definitely put you in touch with a bunch of people on Facebook. Oh, cool. Are there people who are like, like, they're like, come Comic book people, you mean? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, the Rage and Two Network that uh, fellow fellow Michiganite uh, Randy Zimmerman has his podcast on with them. Okay. So he's on. You know, it gets broadcast on Facebook through them. Plus the run, he's on the Rage and Two Network there. Uh, Luke Stone as well. Luke Stone, yep. Um, and, you know, a bunch of other people. Uh, Mar V, who I'm good friends with from Portugal, who's got the, the Sin Killer comic series. Um, Mike Jimmy LaRosha de Bruin, who does uh, Life on Cora and a few other things. Um, he's he's on there, too. So I'll introduce you to the, to the circles and oh. uh, a, a few other pages. Um Comics and more. New Jersey is a huge, huge supporter of indie comics. They've right. got their own page. They do a show just like I do. Cool. Um, and you can you can post like you know your your projects on there. You know whenever you want. Uh, same thing with uh, like a, a a few other few other pages and and stores that have pages and. Yeah, that sounds really cool. That makes a lot it's a lot of sense too, because I'm trying to figure out other circles of people that are Kickstarter people, right? And that mm-hmm. sounds like kind of what that is. Um, and I'm yeah, like, there's, there's Kickstarter people, and then there's Indiegogo people, and then there's people like me who do both. I see. Um, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I mean, it's yeah, weird well, to there's, me. There's, there's certain creators that only go Indiegogo and certain creators that only go Kickstarter. Uh, because they've tried sometimes because they've tried both and they really didn't get anything off of indie they didn't get anything off of indiegogo but they do fairly well on kickstarter or vice so versa right yeah they'll do kickstarter they'll fund on kickstarter and then they find out that they can move their kickstarter funded project right over to an in demand page on indiegogo really yeah Wow! I found that, I found that out from Neff and Freak Girl. They would know. They would totally know. Yep. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I mean, 
that's really cool, man. I'm really gonna cool. So my trailer that I have, uh, that my my animated, if you remember, I have the animated trailer where she's yeah. doing the. So I, I really want to get that out to as many people as possible. Um, it, it's one of the strong. It's one of the most, the strongest, coolest things about my campaign is that I have an animated movie and the trailer, and then I already have the artwork from the comic, right? So. I don't know how it works. I don't know what people I Kickstarter look for at all, but who knows, you know? I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna be printing a bunch of comics uh, early next year, one way or the other, right? So I might as well print more at that point. If I, if I do a Kickstarter and it's equal to my Indiegogo, I've only benefited, right? The one thing you have to remember is that... Uh... Like Indiegogo, where you have to do an exclusive cover for them. Kickstarter is the same thing. So you would have to do a new cover that would be exclusive uh, just to the Kickstarter. Oh, is that right? They, so what, what will they do? They say, they'll go actually flag me and say, dude, you can't do that? Uh, yeah, they, they want... Uh, so say you just... I know you want to do everything yourself, but say you like reached out to, I don't know, Ken, Kenneth Rocafort and be like, right. uh, dude, I need a variant cover. If you have time, let me know. Uh, and here's a few pages and the, here's the link to my campaign. So you can see, you know, what, it, what it's about and, and, you know, go from there. Or if it's somebody that you just like their art, do a variant cover that would be an exclusive for the Kickstarter, but they could still get your cover. So your featured tier, of course, would be the exclusive Kickstarter cover, only available on Kickstarter. Uh, the regular cover that you did, and you know, any any merch you throw in there, and then up 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 to the 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 price goes for you know ev everything, and you bundle it together for a package deal. And uh, you know, well, you know, so uh, when. Before I launched last year, I did a ton of promotional artwork. Some of that artwork, artwork I could easily use as covers. Um, and uh, actually, can I show you them? Oh, yeah. I mean, you might even say that's a good one for a cover. Maybe that's not a good one. Uh, let's see. Let's see. All right. Can you see my thing? Okay. Um, so these are three pretty good covers I thought about using as an alternate cover. What do you think about those? I like the middle one. Do you really? I like the chain. <laughs> totally. How totally. everything's like spiraling in. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's um okay yeah that's that's good to know the people you know i would have to find a way to put the my it doesn't say shadow punk that clearly maybe you know how the one on the left has a logo down at the bottom mm -hmm. maybe i could put that down there right because it's here but maybe i could also put it right there you know yeah. so yes yeah, that's really cool i would you know um okay i'm gonna stop sharing um 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll definitely have to think about that because I like the idea of having like a separate one also. Why not, right? Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I'm definitely going to start ramping up as, as far as like publicizing now on, on Facebook. Now that you tell me, I think it's a good thing to do. And, you know, it's, it's a different crowd. Uh, the one thing I like to say is uh, don't leave money on the table. It's like, I know, you know, the CG home for years now, for quite a few years now has been IGG. But, you know, unless they flag you like, uh, you know, they, they, they did to Ethan and be like, oh, no, you can't come on here with that. The way, we don't like the things you say. And, right. you know, right. and then, they, then they started hiring. Uh, I'm sure you remember like last year or the year before uh, it hit like, you know, a big story because they hired, they hired this girl who was, you know, so far, so far left that if, if the flat earthers were right, she would have fallen off the planet years ago. <laughs> uh, and she just went around with her Kickstarter management account and just started uh, blockchaining like tens of thousands of people. And I'm like, go away. So you has, know, Kick, has Kickstarter um, adjusted since then, or is it still kind of the same thing? It's it's kind of the same thing, but they're they've eased up. I don't think they've eased up. Okay, but you know, you don't make any weight. It's it's like the well known like big big CG names, like you know, right. right. They, they, you know, they didn't say they didn't say crap to Billy Tucci, and you know Billy's obviously associated with all those guys, hangs out sure. with everybody. Sure. Uh, same thing with Graham Nolan. Those guys are both big names, but you know they go in, they went in, did their projects on both platforms, and you know cleaned up because one, they're they're huge industry names. Okay. And uh, you know. They they appear on, you know, all the CG shows all the time. They're they're on, you know, with Ethan quite a bit. So, well, let me ask you this then: um, since the since the audiences are different, and um, they have um, like the the group of the group of people that you told me about that are on Kickstarter and have their own shows, uh, are they all left wing people? No, are they just normal people. Oh, most of them are just normal people. Okay. Like like the shows, they're all they're all down to earth normal people. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. That's good to know. Um Yeah, you know, uh so yeah, so right now what I'm really just doing is is as much as I can is just working on the book. Um and you know it's just crazy because um, every time I turn around, there's something that like I have to handle at home, take care of, right? So I mm -hmm. end up staying up super late, working on the book, trying to get pages done, um, and that's. But that's. I mean, I could I could be making a lot of money doing the sculpts and everything, 
Mm-hmm. But, that, but, you know, that's just not going to happen. I can't let that happen, you know. So many people want me to do I just finished one for the Reaper. I did because uh, I told him I would, he was on my list before I launched. Um, and it came out really good. You know, it came out really cool. Um, but um, there was one other one. I told Bancroft I would do his because he let me launch on the show. So I was, I told him I would do that, but um, he's still kind of figuring out what he wants. So in the in the time being, I'm not going to do any other ones, you know. Um, I just work on the book, and um, I thought about hiring somebody uh, a flatter to help me cut the shapes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still might do that because I found somebody who's really good, uh, and the price is really good. But you know, um, it's it's easy to. It still ends up, right? Even if it's uh, even if it's a, like twenty bucks a page or whatever it is, you know, it still ends up when you're done with the book. That's a lot of money out of a campaign that does, I think, I forty five hundred on that or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a chunk, you know. I just can't throw my, I can't spend money that I don't have, you know. So, um, and people have really responded well to my um, my shadow punk figure. Uh, I've gotten a lot of really good feedback on that, which is super cool. Um, probably in the uh, in the end of August, I'm getting a um, super big 3D printer. Nice. So my printer right now is about that wide. You know, that's where you can put the shapes on. The new one's going to be this big. Oh, so, nice. so I'll be able to print a shadow punk figure that's instead of being like this big, it will be like that big, right? And, and I really want to, I'm going to do, once the book is done, I'm going to do the, the conventions next year, right? Like here in Michigan, we have a couple big ones, and yep. I'm sure there's ones in like Ohio or whatever, but so I want to I have that stuff when I go, right? I want to be able to bring that as my thing, maybe to sell it or just to show it, you know? And here is... Oh yeah, forty-eight. Forty-eight hundred. Yeah. Hundred two backers. Uh, five days left. So if you uh, back this already, uh, please just continue to share it out, uh, and and do like you know a day by day countdown. You know, only five days left. Only four days left. Right. Uh, you know, tell your friends. It's like one girl in a city of evil. But now she's setting her own comic book on fire. That's right. That's kind of, that's that's the self-destructive poster. It is. Well, she, well you know, she is the rebel, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I, if you scroll down, you can, you can see my T-shirt that I made. Um, and so my first one, my first perk it has a t-shirt in it. So in the first perk, you get um, the comic book, the t-shirt, and the figurine painted for 80 bucks. And and it's painted. Right. Wow. Um, I, so in there, you have the option to, to choose painted or unpainted, and I figure I'm going to paint them for free. Because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I found a cool way to paint it that it doesn't, it's not too time-consuming, and um, it's really as cool. And um, I want to have my control over what people look at every day when they put it on their desk, right? Yeah. 
I want to be able to go, if they want to paint it, I'm going to paint it. Um, so yeah, so to the last, my last two backers both got this, this combo, which is really cool. Yeah. Your 21 people got this, so that's a, you got 21 figures to paint. They're already they, shipped. They're already shipped. They're already, the t-shirts and the figures have already shipped. Yep. Yep. Um, one of the guys, maybe three people bought it unpainted because I think that they're miniature painter people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're like, I'm going to paint this freaking thing, um, which is awesome. I can't wait to see what people come up with. Um, that's one of the fun, fun things about it, you know, is just seeing what people are going to do with, with your already existing artwork. Um, I mean, that's, that's a kick. There are people who, you know, people got the shirts and they took pictures of them with the shirt, with the look, you know, with them wearing the shirt. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's so cool, man. I mean, I'm just blown away when people do stuff like that. One guy, uh, Curio's Comic, did a, a fan art of my character. And then another guy, Tommy, I forget his last name, but he did a really cool, also, uh, Shadow Punk drawing. And then another guy inked it for him. And it looked, it looked awesome, you know, and I'm just like, dude, this is so cool. I mean, you know, in a year, I expect, like, I expect my next campaign to be much bigger, right? Oh, yeah. When I get out there and people see that I produced and I've been able to fulfill, and the comic book, the story is really good. Uh, so I'm expecting this to snowball. Uh, and what, how much it will snowball to, I have no idea. You know, but um, so yeah. So if you scroll down, you can actually see the full figure. Um, it's uh, painted up and everything. Let's scroll down through. On the left, yeah. You, you'll see on the left. Keep going. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Hey, my name is Scrolling. There you go. Okay, there's the can play this little video. Just the turntable uh look at the figure. Oh dude, that is so badass. Thank you. I was I was pretty pleased with it when I got it done. Um, you know, I was just like it came out way better than I ever thought it would come out, right? because uh, I nobody knows who my character is. Right. And I had to find a way to make her compelling and dynamic and enough for 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 people to start wondering what it's about. Yeah. Right? Man, that is so cool. Thank you. If you scroll upwards, you can actually see also um keep going. I gave out a uh, for first day backers, I gave out a um a uh, red foil card. I think it's right there. Oh, here's the trading card. So this is my mock-up of what the trading card will look like. But it's going to be red foil on the front and then the logo on the back. Oh, cool. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah, I really wanted to give the first day backers something special. 
you know, um, and, you know, with the, with the next, maybe the next issue number two, it'll be something like that too, right? Something that connects to issue two on the same chain card. So. Yeah, that's one of the cool pages. Um, so obviously my, my color scheme is a red and blue color scheme. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it really came out. I think it works really well. I think it was one of the cool things I could really, I was, I'm very pleased that I came up with that color scheme, I should say. Uh, yeah, you know, I, hopefully when people read the comic book, it'll actually get great reviews. I've rewrote the story a bunch of times to make it, my goal is to make the, the comic book really interesting and, um, uh, pleasurable to read, right? If there's moments in the thing where you're excited that certain things are happening, a lot of ups, lots, a lot of downs. Um, yeah, her story starts with her just leaving in that hole in the ground, and then the story explodes. It gets big, right? When she meets her mentor, that's part of the story getting bigger, right? Uh, when she gets the shit kicked out of her from being in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people, that's a big part of the story. Um, so for, I'm sure people watching already know the, the synopsis, but she is um, living alone in the ruins of Detroit, and she's she lost her family, um, and she's, she's trying to find them. Uh, when she meets her mentor, her mentor is a guy that's been fighting the guild that runs the city. And um, he needs somebody to pass the mantle to, to say, I need you to fight for me now. And I need you to wear my technology to do it. She doesn't, she doesn't really care about doing anything like that. She just wants to find her family and leave. And yeah. uh, what you're gonna, what you're going to find out is those two goals are one of the same. Now, I just wanted to point <laughs> out real quick that uh, your shadow punk figure is the same size as Hasbro's original G.I. Joe line and Kenner's Star Wars line. 3.75? Yep, three and three quarter inch figures. Really? That's crazy. See, a whole new level of cool to that shadow bone figure. I, I'm, in the, I'm in the line of greatness, right? Um, right. That's cool. I did not know that. Uh, and, and they're super limited. So... Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it makes me wonder if I would make a new, a different figure for the Indiegogo campaign, you know, or maybe one more, one more figure, right, to make it unique. Uh, it's a lot of effort. She probably took me, I mean, I, I made it and then I adjusted it, right? And I, I when I was printing it, I was like printing this, printing um, proofs of the print and then changing it to make sure it works okay. Yeah. So it takes more. So normally a, a 3D print sculpt like that takes me about 70 hours. She probably took me double that time because I had to learn how to go through the process of printing it and uh, making sure it works. You know, so, but, you know, it would be cool if I did another one. I could do a bust of her like this, right? What she's doing in that pose with the spikes and everything. Yeah, kind of like a, a, a desktop paperweight or something. Yeah, that'd be super cool. I mean, 
And maybe even when I do the Indiegogo, when I do the Kickstarter, I can sell the large ones too, right? I can sell one that's two or three times their size and see if people like that. Um, you know, there's so many possibilities. You know, you just, that's one of the cool things about CG is that people have so many cool ideas about what to do, how to get things out, right? Yeah, but you also got to figure, uh, this figure is going to be awesome for down the road when there's a shadow punk tabletop game to play. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Totally. Uh, you know, that, that, that really is a good point because you don't know in five years, what, what will I've come up with? Right. I could come up with figures for the other characters in the story. Mm -hmm. right like her mentor or like the villains in the story yeah i mean that's that's like there's a there's a gaming company that i've been following that is is doing a role you know tabletop role-playing game you know old school but you can get you can get the like all the manuals digitally which of course are are cheaper, but I like books I can hold in my hand, whether it's comic books, manuals, or what have you. And uh, they have gone through and developed a system that will let you use characters from like 12 different licensings. Oh, wow. Now, the one that got me was uh, The Crow. And then I turn, then my head goes on a swivel. Uh, also in that group of licensings was Highlander. Cool. And a couple, a couple of other, like, you know, big license names. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I gotta buy this. I gotta buy the manuals at least and the, 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 the crow stuff. And because I've got like, 20 different crow figures here so um no like, kidding. i've got i've got the 18 inch talking one from the uh the brandon lee movie yeah i i think am i wrong is james is it james bar jail um, bar yeah is he from michigan i think he might be i i know there's a there's a, there's a good chance he is because he does a lot of the a lot of the shows he does is kind of like you know, straight up and down in that, you know, kind of like... That pocket of the country. That pocket. So, right. like, the right. pocket that you're in, straight down, because he does some in, in like, Tennessee and New Orleans and stuff. Uh, oh, wow. Artist friend of mine that I do a art stream with on Monday nights, Sean Howe, one of the cons that he's doing, he's sitting only a couple of tables away from J.O. Bar, so okay. he's, he's going to present him, of course, with his, uh, you know, one of his original pieces that he's done of the crow, and he wants to get a bunch of crow stuff signed. And there's a there's a new exclusive crow figure. Uh, for Walmart, and I can't remember what company does it, 
Uh, it was a diamonds. It was a diamond select figure. Okay. And the case is made like made to look similar to like an old VHS tape case. Oh, cool! Like the plastic ones, the plastic and cardboard combos. Uh, and when you open it up, everything's sealed in there. But not only comes with the stuff that the McFarlane figure came with, but it comes with like a ground piece to set him up on at his own grave. That's cool. And where the figure is on the plastic, just on the other side of the plastic, they put like this light cardboard stuff to make it look like the window that he grabs swings out and comes back in. So he's oh, kind of like no. looking out that window at you. And I'm That's like, cool. He goes, you need to find me one of those so I can get both of ours signed by him in a couple of months. And I'm like, I'm working on it, dude. I'm working on it. Give me a break. <laughs> well, that is really cool, man. I mean, is he still making Crow comic books? Uh, Not currently, no. I wonder why. Is he doesn't have a publisher, maybe? Or um, um, it's hard to do? I know he's supposed to uh, be working on something um, for next year. I don't know if it's like a novelization or if he's going back to like, you know, graphic novel slash comic book for, right. format. But. Yeah, I think when I was a kid, he was at one of the comic book stores here in uh, Michigan. And that's why I think maybe he's from the area. Mm -hmm. um, Bill Willingham, I met him when I was a kid. He came to uh, the Book Bin, which is a place where I lived. And um, I was really young. I was probably like 14 or 15 or something like that. And he gave me an original art piece of Ratman from the Elementals. Wow. You know, and I still have it. And I lost him in my basement for decades. I didn't know if, I, if it was even real. <clears throat> then I found it. It was in a Mylar sleeve. I put it in a Mylar sleeve. And uh, it's, one of, it's probably the coolest Ratman image you've ever seen. Um, because by the time you ink something, sometimes the ink... Um, make things feel static or you lose the, the spontaneity of the pencil drawing mm -hmm. and he this pencil drawing has it all and it's like whoa this is so cool um it's really neat to meet people if I, when i start doing conventions i'm gonna look forward to just being around other creators like that you know going dude that's so freaking i one time i saw jim steranko at, at the motor city comic-con here in michigan um, and he was dressed to the T, right? And he looked like he was, he was stylish forever, right? Like a rock star or something, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, a friend I, of mine that, uh, that cosplays a lot out of New Jersey met him at like one of the Garden State shows. And, but he went dressed up as Starenko's version of Nick Fury. Your friend did? Yeah. That's cool. So Steranko posed with him for like hours with a bunch of pictures because then other people started yes. coming up and goes, yes. can we get pictures of you too? That's cool. You, you know, know your so. friend probably didn't make any money, but he was in history as being able to do that with his with his creator, right? Yeah, he was he was just excited to, you know, to meet him. So he didn't really care about, you know, anything. He was just happy to be there. So what I don't know if I told you if you saw this or I told you when I launched 
I cosplayed as, as Shadowpunk. So I had I had these glasses. <laughs> right? And I have I, I my I have a helmet, it's in the other room, but I built the helmet with spikes on it. Mm, nice. And I, and I 3D printed these uh spikes, right? I couldn't find these spikes anywhere. I know that sounds stupid, but yeah. I had to print I, you know, within a couple hours I had a bunch printed, so I was done. Cool. Um yeah, but um yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I know Neff told me that his his theory about the whole crowdfunding thing is he crowdfunds his book to get the book paid for. And yep. then he, he goes to the shows and sells a bunch. And I said, well, people really buy they they're, they buy the comics at, at the shows. He's like, oh, yeah, they really do. You know, and you'd be surprised. So, yeah, I, I think I went up. All, so one of the things that my, like this, if you go up, I cover my cover. Um, so all you can, I do all my artwork in Adobe Illustrator, which mm -hmm. is a vector program. So I'll be able to blow that up and make giant banners of it that are super crisp. Nice. Right. That's one of the bonuses of doing stuff in vector. You don't have to blow up scans of ink pages, you know. Um, <clears throat> so I'm probably going to do that, and I'm really looking forward to it. So. Yeah, show, shows are just so much fun to do and, and be at. Like, uh, last show I went to was uh, back in 2019. I I covered uh, the Rhode Island Comic Con, which is which actually outsells the Boston show. Really? Um, okay. Before Boston Comic Con went away because they were afraid San Diego was going to sue them. And they sold out to uh, the FanFest people, which is all about to hell with the comics. And let's bring a, a gazillion celebrities in and rake, rake in the money. Right, I see. Um, that sucks. But in 2019, uh, I didn't have the... Uh, the I, I had a manual wheelchair opposed to the motorized one. Okay. So it was a little rough because it was like a 90 degree hill I had to go up because it was in two different buildings. There's uh, something called the Civic Center, which is now the Dunkin' Donuts Center because anytime we can, you know, get a company to pay us millions of dollars for X amount of years to put their name on it, fine. Um, but it has like all kinds. It's like an event center. So, you know, wrestling will come through there. Um, concerts, you know, every, you know, local college sporting things like the the final four and stuff. But that building is attached to the convention center, which is up a big steep hill and they wouldn't let me get up there any other way. But there were a bunch of vendors and, and creators down on that level. And then you went up the hill and once you cleared the landing off to the left was the, uh, where all the comic guys were, uh, the vendors. So how, how'd you and, get up there then? Uh, I had somebody push me. Well, that look, that's nice to have somebody there, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like they can skip go. They they get to skip going to the gym for about a month because right. at the time I was weighing like about five five and a quarter. Oh, really? And, and now I weigh like under four. I started at around six hundred, so I'm doing pretty good. How'd you lose weight, by the way? Uh. I 
for the most part, stopped eating anything that tasted good. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> quit coughing out there. So, uh, you know, um, I, it's always good because I, as we get older, I'm gaining weight too. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fucking shit. Right. I'm like, this sucks, man. I, I don't want to. And I'm like, how, and everything I eat, I gain weight. Anything good, I gain weight. So I'm like, it's just a bummer. And you want to just find out ways that other people well, do it. Because everything that pretty much tastes good is loaded with carbs. Carbs are bad. But to eat healthy, like truly healthy, it costs you 10 times as much. We buy carbs because carbs are cheap. The dollar menu or which is in, you know, in this current day of, you know, Sleepy Joe, uh, uh, the $5 menu, I guess. But, uh, you know, but, you know, all the sugary stuff, you know, that we like, you know, like to have a slice of pie after, you know, dinner on Saturday night. And it's like, oh, you still do it, but you got to, you know, you got to work like twice as hard to get rid of it. So, well, a while back, I, um, I lost about 20, 25 pounds. And what the way I did it was I stopped eating anything with sugar in it, refined mm -hmm. sugar. So, um, all soft drinks, I just drink water. Yeah. Right. And so, um, and uh, even things like um, that had sugar in them, like ketchup, right? And, and man, the weight just dripped off me. But but I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I mean, th there's got to be a middle ground somewhere because I was eating nothing but salads with, uh, you know, sliced chicken on top, or like you you know tuna fish, or without any meat on it whatsoever. But you know you get you get protein from uh, things like mushrooms and black beans and stuff. Um, if you lost, if you if you weighed uh, two hundred pounds, would you be able to not use a wheelchair? Uh, I I'd still have to be able to work on it because I was like, you know, stuck there for so long, and I've had so many surgeries. I've got like foot drop on both legs, oh, and okay. uh, a lot of leg surgeries I've had. So, um, you know, it'd be a lot of work. But, you know, I can walk with a walker, but I don't want to walk with a walker because then I look like the little old man from Up. I see. Okay. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I mean, it's, it's what you do. You do burn calories when you're doing that, right? Yeah. I, um, mean, that's... I, I work uh, I work with a physical therapist a couple of times a week. Oh, and cool. And they, they just got me uh, like a bike for, uh, you know, Cripple people or people in, you know, people in wheelchairs where it's got the, the base piece. It's, it's a good size piece, but it just, it's just the floor piece. And it has kind of like the, uh, the elliptical size pedals on it. And every time I use it, I, I, before I get worn out, I usually get in about 2000 steps. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a lot. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's really healthy for your system to be doing that kind of exercise. Obviously, you know that, mm -hmm. but it's like I, clearly, it it's easier to not eat a Big Mac than it is to burn one off. Yeah, be right. It's so hard to burn seven hundred calories instead of just eating an apple, right? Uh, which there's something in that food though, the like the stuff like Big Mac that's all the chemicals, yeah. 
all the chemicals and shit. Even like I noticed like um diet soda has stuff in there that slows my metabolism down. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's that fake sugar or whatever. I didn't yeah. even know. But I'm like, this is this is not like just it's not just about the calories, it's about your metabolism. And that really for a long time, I was drinking like I don't, I don't do caffeine at all anymore either, right? Which is which is a bummer. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a bummer because I like caffeine. But um, well, I will drink an extra cup for you today. Please, please do. <laughs> uh, I had a really bad acid reflux, so I had, oh yeah, and so um, that's just it's not going to fly. You know, I have to, I can't do it. Right, instant, instant burn, and it only gets worse. So. Um, so I just drink water, maybe with lemon or something in it, and mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone's got their their things though, right? With like problems to figure out with what's going on with our lives and everything. But it's not one thing; it's another. You oh. know, it's just they just catch up. Um, and as, and as I get older, I when I was a kid, I was like, I graduated high school. I was like one thirty. Um, now I'm. I mean, I got up to one eighty five. And right now I'm 165, right? So I'm I kind of came down and balanced out. But dude, I, I want to be I want to be super lean, and it's so impossible. There's I mean I'd have to like do the salad chicken every day thing you're talking about, right? That and that's that's just I mean that's just hard to do. I'm I'm not gonna. Well, you know, after the first year, it just becomes, you know, habit. Because I'm I'm a type two diabetic too, you right? Know, of, of course I am. I was almost six hundred pounds. Of course I have diabetes. Um, lettuce kind of like uh, helps metabolize your carbs, oh. you know, to to process them. So you know the lettuce is good, the tomato tastes good. Sure. Uh, you know. The cucumber, you get you get protein from black beans, you get protein from mushrooms, um, and you know it's easy enough to put you know some tuna on top of it if you like tuna or or chicken or steak, whatever you like. Of course, you know try to be able to afford to buy a steak nowadays, but right, you know, <laughs> that's another that's another show entirely. Well, you know, I know that we're we're supposed to be talking about CG and comics and Shadowpunk, but you know, it's, it, you can't help but talk about stuff like this because it, it affects our everyday life. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it is what it is, right? I mean, it's like um, if you have five back problems, I can't work on the book, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, or whatever. If I'm getting sick, I'm not working out. It's like it all goes down real fast. So, uh, so um, everything's connected. Everything's connected, even like brain function, right? When mm-hmm. you're eating, like I eat a lot of fit, like salmon. Oh, um, I love salmon. Oh my gosh, I'm sure you guys got the best in, in Massachusetts. Uh, not I mean, really. you, you got Maine. The, Maine does. Oh, it seems okay. I mean, you have the ocean there. I mean, that is yeah. a big deal. Well, you know, we we get some, but. Uh... I have to limit my salmon to like once a month because my girlfriend hates salmon. She hates the taste of it. She hates the smell of it. Uh, but she loves me so much. Uh, once in a while, she'll even cook it. 
I'll tell you, some people are like that. They just it doesn't it doesn't click yeah. with them. She said she doesn't like it because it's too fishy. Uh, when we when we first met, I asked her if she likes fish. She goes, "Yeah, but I don't like fishy fish." I'm like, "The hell does that mean?" She's like, "White fish that doesn't smell like fish." I'm like, "That would be a fillet of fish from McDonald's." <laughs> you know, because right. it's not real fish; it's just white stuff in the middle, surrounded by you know batter. Well, so. I'll tell you this. So I buy my salmon at uh, Kroger here in Michigan, mm -hmm. and they they it never smells like fish. When you open the package, you don't smell fish. So uh, it does matter where you buy it from. Yeah. Um, and I know that, like, if you buy like Omaha steaks, they have like insane, awesome salmon. Mm -hmm. You're like, dude, this is just ridiculous. You know, you're, you're eating it and you're going, this is like, like Captain America probably ate this to get the super soldier serum. It's that good, yeah. right? It's there's, there's, a, there's a subscription box called Moink. M-Oink. Okay. And uh, it's all farm, you know, USA farm fresh stuff. Um, I hear from many people that the their bacon is the best bacon they've ever eaten in their lives. Really? Um, their salmon is Alaskan fresh caught salmon. They, they fillet it, they freeze it, and they send it to you the same day. Wow. Well, it's, you know, the trick is, it depends how much money you have. Yeah. So if you're like me, you got to find the balance between money and then good quality. Mm -hmm. um, I think, um, you know, you can, I can tell the difference between the best stuff and the medium stuff that I buy. Um, but it's all good. Uh, anyway, uh, we can talk about salmon for the rest of our lives, I suppose. Yeah, because, you know, welcome to the Salmon Lovers Show. <laughs> right. Sorry, guys. Your audience is like, what the fuck? So, back to this. <laughs> Shadowpunk. One girl against the city of evil. 52-page adventure in uh, a cyberpunk version of Detroit in the future. Uh, New Evil Rises. A three-and-three-quarter-inch exclusive figure. Uh, fully painted, if you choose. With a t-shirt and the book for only $80. Everything ships worldwide. Uh, here we go. This this is the Bancroft uh, variant. There's, I like, yes. I like, I like yes. to call the uh, the digital versions the Australian variants because exactly. it's, like, it's like a million dollars to ship, you know, a box of books to Australia. It totally is, and I, I didn't. The reason I didn't want to do the PDF is because it's the first thing right below my my featured perk. They wouldn't mm -hmm. let me change that. It, it orders them from lowest to most expensive. So I was like, but you know what? Though there are a lot of people that can't afford the comic books in general, or there's a lot of people who do live overseas. Right now, it's crazy, and I yeah. think you know what? I had to do it. I had to do it. It was. I, it was worth it to me to actually let people. It's, it's, a, it's a good idea because even though 
they they always claim that you know digital comics are the wave of the future. It's the, no, it's not. Because you can't collect them. Yeah, you can't collect them, and you can't sell them. Because how do you how do you sell a digital code? You have to sell your account and then start a new one. That and then all the money you spent is is gone. Um, but th there's some people that you know they might not have the room to store you know a bunch of books. Or, you know, the only thing they might be able to read, read a book on is, you know, their tablet or they enjoy reading on the, on the tablet because they travel a lot. You know, it's a good option for people. Yeah, totally. Um, but, you know, there's, there's truth in the fact that people enjoy the thing they hold and that mm -hmm. it has more value. Because you, you now have a commodity in your hands that is physical um, as opposed to something digital, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had to have it in there. Um, yeah, for sure. So, you know, well, Stan Lee said it best when he said, uh, comic books are like boobs. I enjoy watching them on the screen, but I'd rather hold them in my hand. <laughs> gotta love that. Oh yeah, and you've got a you've got a twenty percent off on the book right now. You can you can buy if you just want the comic, you can buy the comic. Twenty dollars ships worldwide. Sixty five people have bought that. Somebody has bought just the shirt. Yeah, is that something? Um, I think I forget who. It might have been like a. Oh no. Okay, hold on. So this is a different shirt. This is the, um, the one has a logo, and then the other one has the, the artwork of the girl coming at you. Mm -hmm. So there's two, one, yeah, there's two different shirts. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I don't know why I made the second one. I just thought it was cool. Um, and I wanted options in my campaign. Um, and, and five other people thought it was cool, too, because they bought that one straight did. out. It's, it really um, – Neff – and Freak Girl hooked me up with a printer that was inexpensive, so I yep. could sell it for twenty five. Nice. Um, the people who were ordered the small ones, I made well, only one or two people ordered like a small one, so mm -hmm. I made the most off those. And the people who ordered like double or triple extra large, I made very little money off those at all. Right? Yeah. That's the trade that's off. My, that that's my problem because uh, my t shirts are a six X, so. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even know if they make 6X. Um, it's a tricky thing, you know. I mean, for somebody that wanted a, a larger version than double X, I would probably find another printer to do it, you know. Um, yeah, Neff like, uh, and Freak Girl sent me uh, one of the Maverick shirts. Oh, cool. And they got one, you know, it was like a one-off print that they did. Uh, it looked like it looks like all the other shirts, just bigger. Um, but it was like you know, I think it was like a four X was the biggest size they could find to get it printed on. And uh, I squeeze into it, but like they say, you know, spandex is a privilege, not a right. Okay, <laughs> I see. Like I'll I can put it on here and just you know I can sit in a certain pose for the whole show and the shirt you, would look good. So you're, you're a five X. Yeah, I'm a five X. So sometimes I'll buy like a six X cause I don't know where the shirt was made. 
and there's a good chance that it's going to shrink down. So, okay, they do for sure. Yeah, um, I'm no expert on that process because, um, but you know, the other thing too is so I noticed some people like tighter shirts and some people like looser shirts. I like looser shirts. I don't like shirts that are tight. My buddy like who's he likes all the shirts tight. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, so you never know what people want, you know, and you don't know which one, which, which size is a good fit for them. Yeah. So. Usually in shape, people like the tight shirts and all of us normal people that have lived our lives like the loose shirts. Right. Yeah, totally. You know, um, I'm in shape. I work out and everything. Yeah. But I still like it loose because I don't like feeling constricted. Yeah. Right. And so I like, my, I like, uh, you know, I like to have room to move. Totally. I mean, it's such a cool thing. I mean, it's comfortable. Why be uncomfortable, right? What's the point? Yeah, it's, you know, it's just the way, you know, it's just the way I am. Like, you know, I don't, you know, okay. At one point I was like, oh man, I need to get back to the gym. I need to start working out. And then I got an ad in from the local fat guy store. And it's showing sizes up to 8X. And I'm like, well, I guess I still can't eat tacos. <laughs> right. That's the worst thing you could have heard, right? Hey, speak of the devil. Yeah, what's up, man? Boom. Um, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I think... I should look for somebody that does larger shirts um, to find, you know, to see if there's options out there for people. Because you're not the only person that's going to want a bigger one. The, the, I have appeared. He has tickled the algorithm and now he will leave to eat. <laughs> right. Right. He's going to have his tacos. Well, he, he co-hosted on Ali's show and then he then he had then he did his own show, which just probably wrapped up a few minutes ago. That's cool. And uh now now the see what I tell you. Bye. You know what's cool about yeah, this, <laughs> what I like about their show? I love I love the fact that he's like they have two hosts and she's the operator. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then he's the guy that's maybe interacting the most with the uh, person they're interviewing or talking to. It's a cool, it's a cool dynamic. Yeah. And that's one of the things I noticed. And be, I went on so many shows, right? It's really interesting how everybody's different, right? I mean, you have so much knowledge about how CG works. And then you go to other shows and they don't really talk about that stuff. They'll talk about the process of making the artwork. Yeah. Right. I spend I probably spent like thousands of hours uh, like in streams be before I met my girlfriend. Uh, and now I, now, now I spent uh, only the hours when she's at work. <laughs> right. And Freak Girl teased me with fried chicken. Can you believe that? I was on the stream and she brought me fried chicken. What am I, B-Rose? Oh, that's some that's some chicken weavery going on there, Nat. Man, I haven't had oh, chicken in forever. Oh. Yeah, uh, I mean, we can get back on food; we'll never end. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, 
I'm always looking for healthier ways to eat. Um, I got to have something to, to nibble on throughout the day. Otherwise, I'll go insane, right? I'll start chewing on my own arm if I have to. Yeah. But, but like, I wanna... the thing I'll say about this shirt, which would be an option for me, and I know we... God bless you. And I know I uh, spoke on this when we talked earlier in the year was the fact that the logo and its circular form right here on this shirt would make a perfect patch. Oh, you mean like a patch you could put you could put on on stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I you know what I like the idea a lot. I think it's cool. So a patch would be something like you're in the club. Yeah. Right? And it's almost like one of those things where um Different than a sticker or a magnet, right? You can put it on your jacket or whatever. Totally, totally. I mean, if if, if my campaign had made like twenty grand, I would have went through my 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 uh, stretch goals, mm-hmm. and I, I had some stretch goals planned out. But they were, you know, they're just expensive to make, so I have to be able to, you know, make enough money to justify it, right? But the other idea I had for it though is that. Um, for this one especially, is that there is a button on the logo. If you hit the button, then her jetpack comes on your back and you can fly. Oh, I like that. Right? I'm in the process of making those work. So expect that. I'll give you one of those. You can float around that giant room you got back there. <laughs> right? Cool. I mean, it'd be cool, you know? It's just um, So the backpack on my character is a big part of her thing. That's where the flying technology is. So, um, you know, let's hypothetically say one day I hit the big time with my project. You could put the backpack with the logo on it and sell those to kids and whatnot, right? And 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 to, you know, the rest of us nerds as well. Totally, totally. Uh-oh, now we get the true story. Frequency Girls, to be fair, I gave him chicken to eat quickly between streams. Very nice. Taking care of her, man. That's so that's, you know, there was no starving to death going on over there. Right. You know, that that'd be like me. Oh, I, I'm dying of starvation because the food came after we started the stream. No. So could, what do you I, I could live off my body fat for probably like 10 years. What are you what are you drinking? Uh seltzer water. Oh man, I love that stuff. I I had a I had a stop Tonic drinking water. Pardon me. I think it I think it has stuff in it that made me want to eat other food, like nibble on crap, and yeah. then I gained weight. Joe and I love it. I love the Perrier. Right, I could drink Perrier all day. Oh yeah, there's there's something in in tonic water, uh, quinine quinine that uh, my girlfriend who works in the medical field tells me is uh, is good to help fight off uh, the COVIDs. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does actually, the quinine, yeah, totally does. I heard that too. That's right. You too. I'll talk to you guys soon. So, uh, in closing here, because 
now I'm looking forward to eating. Damn them. The uh, the link for the campaign is not only in the chat, it's also in the show notes, either up above or down below, depending on whether you're watching us on YouTube or not Twitter, but the Facebook. Facebook, right? And uh, the uh, the Twitter cast, uh, which is which you can find on my profile of course i always go in and because it it used to when it was before they gave everything back over to twitter there was another company that you were streaming through to be on twitter oh okay and you anything that you typed in the chat would come up (laughs) so if you just dropped the the link to a campaign in there it would come up on on the twitter feed as well it doesn't do that anymore you have to go in and, and make the comment yourself. So I just, you know, copy, paste, paste. I got you. And, you know, I'm done. But, you know, uh, this show goes from YouTube. It goes to my podcast uh, page on Facebook and also uh, straight to Twitter. And after this is over, it'll go right to my actual podcast platform where you can uh, – listen to it you can listen to it on the whatever system you like to use to get your free podcasts or you can download it and listen to it at a later time uh you can also find shadow punks twitter handle and link right in the show notes as well and those show notes will also appear on uh on the podcast platform uh i I use spotify myself so it appears over there and as soon as it goes live, I will uh, I will send it out and uh, and tag you in there. Remember, there's only five days left to get in on Shadowpunk's book called Shadowpunk, and to get the figure three and three quarter inches, just like the original Kenner Star Wars line and Hasbro GI Joe figures. Two different T-shirts. The comic itself, the PDF if you're in Australia, or you can get the full Blitz combo, which will get you the logo t-shirt, the action figure, painted or unpainted, your choice, and the book. Cool. And I want to thank Shadowpunk for coming and hanging out, and uh, Neff and Freak Girl for coming in and uh, pushing around the uh, the algorithm a little bit, and... Uh, We'll get this up to a podcast platform after I have some dinner. Well, thanks for letting me come on again. It's cool that you were there in the beginning and you're there when I'm finishing my campaign. So it's been a full circle kind of thing. So yeah, it's always cool. cool It's always cool to talk to you, man. You're a, you're, you're a fun guest and we talk about a little bit of everything. So, you know, if if you, if you're just coming in now, uh, go back and rewatch the whole thing. And, uh, You'll learn about food and and our fatness and why I can't buy T-shirts off campaigns. Okay. And and if you look it at me, it should be obvious why I can't buy a T-shirt off a campaign. (laughs) Well, it's hard to tell, actually. Yeah, but Joe, I only see from you like up, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So you can't tell. You just look like a bodybuilder. I'd stand up, but I got no pants on. 
I always wear shorts. Thank you. Thank you. I, I always wear shorts. You're welcome. But I'm bump. Go on. So uh, thank you very much. Thank everybody that uh, that took the time to uh, to watch this and share it out. And uh, we'll be back uh, next Wednesday. My special guest is John from Beyond. Cool. And we'll catch everybody later on. Uh, please share this out and uh, back back the shadow punk book. <coughs> back the shadow punk book today. Take two. Back the shadow punk book today. <laughs>